money issues and men. What's love got to do with it? Well, let's talk about that. Hello and welcome to Single to Soulmate Podcast. Where we help you, the love warrior or love warrior to be, to go from single to with your soulmate, living the life of your dreams. So lots of times people think that they are compartmentalized human beings. We all do it. We think that I'm this way over here, I'm that way over there, but I can be completely one way in one area of my life and another way in another area of my life. And the reality is that we are holistic beings. And what that means is that one area of our life does affect other areas of our life, whether we like it or not. And one of the big areas of life that we see that is very much a hidden block to love is uh, money issues. So when I say money issues, a lot of times people would think that means not enough money issues. But there are also plenty of money issues that have the same effect and sometimes even more of it. So let's talk a little bit about that. When sociologists look at how much of our time in our mind is spent either thinking about or actually doing something about different areas of our life. We find that home and relationship is a certain percentage of our life. Work and kind of like community is a certain area of our life. Our skills, our passions, hobbies is a certain area of our life. But you know what the biggest area of our life where our energy, our time, our focus is money. It's working for money, it's worrying about money, it's earning money, spending money, dreaming about money, fretting about money. 80% of our time is about money. So obviously I'm talking to a kind of westernized capitalist society, America, Canada, Australia, New Zealand. Basically, most of the people that we work with are in those areas, right? Most of you who are listening, you're in countries like that, like U.S. or or westernized type of countries. So 80% of our time is spent in the area of money. So what does that have to do with love? Actually, it has to do a lot with love. So here's the thing. How you relate to money and how you use money reveals certain things about you. It reveals your values. And let's just stop right there and talk about that, your values. And I want you to think of it in the sense of somebody else, right? So let's say you were interested in a man and you talked with him a little bit. Maybe you met him at a grocery store. Maybe you met him online, whatever. And you talk with him a little bit and you found out that he makes it a point to travel to different countries three times a year, right? That whether he has a lot of money and it's easy or he has a little bit of money, And he does it with points and deals and all that type of stuff. It doesn't really matter, but he travels three times a year. So what that means is he is investing money, but more than that. And we've talked about the importance of looking at values being reflected in your time, your energy, your attention, and your money. But let's just focus on money here. So he's devoting money, in some cases a significant portion of his money, and in some cases a smaller percentage, depending on how much money he has or earns or that kind of thing on travel, right? So what does that tell him? What does that tell you? Well, that tells you that meeting new people, this is obviously an important value. Self-care, taking time off, experiences, these are values. Connection with people, these are values. Now, I'm not even saying that that's a good thing or not a good thing. I'm just saying that when you look at someone who does that, you're learning something about their values. Now, let's say the opposite 
let's say you have somebody that hasn't gone on a vacation in three years. However, they have two cars, they have a boat, they have a fancy video gaming system in their home, stuff like that. So you learn something else about them. What you learn is up to you, but you do learn certain things. You learn that they value stuff, right? You learn that they don't really value certain things like travel, the connection, the self-care, things like that, right? So you just learn something about someone. So look at yourself and where you are investing your money because it reveals your values. What a lot of people think is that they think that their values are things that they say, right? Like relationships are important to me. My love life is important to me. And so that's a high value for me. But if you looked at their time, energy, attention, and money, you would see, in fact, no, it's not a high value because single people spend on average between $1,500 and $2,000 a year on everything related to being single and not being in a relationship. That could be retail therapy. And this is on average. Some people obviously spend more, some spend less. But that could be retail therapy. That could be binge watching specials that you have to buy on Amazon Prime or Netflix or whatever the thing is. That could be going out to movies just because you're trying to make sure that you're not lonely. Going out to dinner with friends just because you're trying to make sure that you're not lonely. That could be emotional eating after a breakup, things like that. But when you look at where is your money going in terms of your values, what a lot of people call, well, I do spend money on my love life. What they're really talking about is kind of like emergency room type of thing. So it's not preventative wellness. It's emergency room after the fact fixing. This is why like three out of four books in a bookstore about relationships or about how to fix a bad relationship because a lot of people, that's basically their orientation, which is basically spend time, energy, attention, and money after the fact to clean up a mess that is created because of not valuing relationships highly enough in advance of getting into a relationship. So what else does your money reveal about you? It reveals your priorities. So a lot of times people will say, I don't have the money to invest in my relationship. They don't mean I don't have any money. What they mean is I don't have like low money. I don't have like extra money for nonsense like this. That's really what they mean. Now, are there some people that literally are like they're having a hard time feeding themselves. They don't know where their next meal is going to come from. They don't know whether they'll be able to live in the structure that they're living in now, like they might get kicked out next week or next month? Yes. So in those cases, it's not really a matter of priority. It's a matter of they're in basic survival mode. And if that's you, if you're in basic survival mode, like you literally, it's not about whether my cell phone bill gets paid. It's not about, you know, can I do the remodel of the house? It's about, I don't know how I'm going to eat next week. If that's you, then you want to definitely still listen to this, but you want to recognize that when I talk about time, energy, attention, and money, it's a little bit more of the focus on your time, your energy, your attention, right? And a little less on the money because what you want to do is look at the percentage of your money and where is that going? So anyway, I'll talk about that in a minute. But so it reveals your priorities, right? So other than that basic survival person, it reveals your priorities because most people, when they think about their love life, what they think is, this is simply not a high enough priority. And here's the thing, you are buying into patriarchy when you do that. Because as a woman, you actually 
care about family, relationships more than men. Men don't care. It's just that you care about relationships and you devote more of your emotional energy to relationships more so than men. And so, but when you say what I don't have is I don't have money to devote to this area of my life, not like serious study, like what we call being a student of love and devoting time to it. Like I said, time, energy, attention, and money. When you say I don't have that and you're basically revealing that you don't have extra money for this kind of frivolous area of your life because you have more important things. That's totally buying into patriarchy and buying into the idea that your love life is a frivolous area of your life. And you know that if you have extra blow money, then you devote it to this area. And that is buying into the idea that what's important to men is important. What's important to women is not important. So when you look at your priorities being revealed, that can be enlightening, that can be inspiring, that can be challenging, that can be, you know, that could be you saying, no, 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 it's not true. You don't, you don't understand me, Johnny. You don't understand this situation I'm in. And let me just say, that's true. Maybe we haven't ever talked. I don't really know you. But after 14 years working with, at this point, thousands of women, you know, the chances of you being a unicorn are very low. The chances of you being a person that's much more like other people is extremely high, right? So what else is revealed in that 80% of your waking hours and your thoughts and your time and your energy is about money is your passions. What are you really passionate about, right? Because your passions are going to be revealed by where your money goes. So someone may say, I'm really passionate about blank. Well, you got to look at whether your money is going toward blank. And also the other thing that a lot of times people don't think about is possibilities. So where your money goes reveals your values, your priorities, your passions, and your possibilities. What do I mean by that about your possibilities? When I say your possibilities, what I mean is what is possible for you? Because your energy in all of those four currencies going toward what it is that you think is possible is what helps make it probable and then helps make it happen. But if you're not devoting time, energy, attention, and the biggest lever, remember 80% of your time, energy, all that stuff is about money. If you're not devoting money toward the possibility of what it is that you want, the chances of it happening are very, very little. I want you to think about like when you went to college or when you went to graduate school, you devoted time, energy, attention, and yeah, money to it. Now, whether you just plunked down the cash, took out a loan, got scholarship, either way, money was exchanged whether it came out of your pocket now or in the future, but money is exchanged for that. And the whole question of whether it's worth it or not is a whole other conversation, but that's what you did because that was something important to you and that created the possibility of your being an MFT, of your being a doctor, of your being a lawyer, whatever the thing is, right? A college graduate, whatever the thing is. So money reveals your values, your priorities, your passions, and your possibilities. When you think about where that is going, you want to be thinking about how that is intertwined with your money stuff. So if you are spending most of your time related to your money saying, well, I don't have money for this thing that's important to me. My values are this, but my money is not going to those values. My priorities are this in my mind, but my money is not going to that. My passions are this, but my money is not going to that. My possibilities are this, but my money's not going to that. Or the money that's going to that is only what's left over. 
What does that have to do with love? You're going to attract a man who thinks of your values as not that important. Why? Because you think of your values as not that important. You're going to attract a man who thinks of your priorities as not that important. Why? Because you think your priorities are not that important. That it's okay to have one thing that you say and another thing that you do. So how does that shake out? You have a man who just strings you along, who like treats you like a second-class citizen. Your passions, if you're not passionate, if your money is not flowing toward what you're passionate about, what you're saying is, it's just not that important. So you're going to have a guy who doesn't ask you about your passions, who's not interested in your passions, who doesn't want to help you fulfill your passions. Because in a healthy relationship, the man actually wants you to fulfill your passions, wants your priorities to be fulfilled because he sees that it's important to you, you get lit up, and so he wants to deliver that for you. And the possibilities, if you are devoting your money to what it is you're living right now, the possibility of something different and better in the future is diminished. And so you're going to attract a man who is only interested in the now. And so when you're like, God, he doesn't talk about a future with us because you're not in the energy of devoting time, energy, attention, and the biggest lever money into your future. So he's not going to feel that energetic connection with you as someone who, with whom he can build a future because you're not building a future. You're just talking about a future, but you're not actually devoting anything or anything significant toward building a future. So a lot of times people say, well, <clears throat> I have to work. Like, this is a straw man. This is what they call in the law, straw man. You're setting up an argument that is so easy to knock down that it makes you feel like you make sense when in reality, it doesn't make any sense. Like, nobody is suggesting that the only way you can have love is to stop working, sit around all day and do stuff. That's ridiculous. Nobody is suggesting that you don't have to work, do your career, your business, whatever the thing is. What the suggestion is, is to start to look at how you relate to money and how that connects with how you relate to men and how you are treated by men. Because what you will find most of the time is the worries, the concerns, the fears, the way you handle your money has a lot to do with your worries, fears, concerns, and how you handle men and relationships. Anyway, but the bottom line is I hope that this podcast episode was helpful so you can start examining your relationship with money and how that relates to your relationship with men. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you like what you heard and would love even more in-depth material, be sure to join our free Facebook group, The Love Breakthrough for Single Women. It's an awesome place full of positive women who are committed to having a breakthrough in their love life right now and to attracting the man of their dreams and living their happily ever after with him. In this Facebook community, you'll receive daily practical advice through posts, Facebook Lives, interaction with me and Laura, as well as our coaches. Just head on over to singletosoulmate.com forward slash group. That's singletosoulmate.com forward slash group. If you love your life, but really do not love your love life, and you're serious about changing the direction that your love life is going, you're going to love this group. We're very careful about who we accept, so it's filled with smart, savvy, professional single women just like you. Also, if you like this podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button and leave us a review. 
Let us know what you love or just even like about the podcast. And when you leave us a quick, honest review, that helps other awesome women just like you discover this podcast and helps them learn, live, and love better, just like you're learning right now.